Okay, so here we are again. Um, so all week I was actually excited about recording this episode, well, this week's episode, but today came and something, not even today, like just within the last couple hours, something just came over me that made me feel like, nah, I do not want to record today, but here I am recording anyway, right? Because I literally wrote down in my notes based on a message that I had watched earlier today. I don't even know what the name of the message was, but um, he was just basically saying prophesy over your day, like declare the type of day that you're going to have. So I'm going to declare that I am not going to let my emotions overtake my desire to want to record i don't even know what i'm feeling right now to be honest i don't i can't even explain or express what whatever this is however it just made me not want to record um but i'm gonna record anyway so i wanted to give y'all an update on what has happened this week and then i also wanted to talk about how I um basically got back everything that I had lost a couple years ago because I had read this poem that I wrote um actually in 2000 I think I wrote it in 2011 um about double it's called double for your trouble right and I was basically going to explain or tell y'all about how I basically prophesied over and prayed over the land of where I live now for two years before I moved in. Just declaring that this is where I'm going to live and all of that, right? Like before I even applied, I even ended up losing my job while it was getting built. And I applied anyway, not having a job on unemployment for the first time in my life. And yeah, so I ended up getting a place because I live here now. But I was going to tell y'all that story. But no, once again, God was like, nah, just update them on what's been going on and what I've been saying. So um, after last week's episode, after I recorded last week's episode and I had said that I wanted to um, do a study on the arm of God, right? So the very next day, ended up getting an email from this ministry that I'm connected to called Rejoice Marriage Ministries about God's promises and the scripture. Um, the scripture that the email was like focused on was Hebrews 10:23 and I'm going to read that to y'all 10:23 and IV Hold please hold please hold please 
<laughs> Hebrews 10.23 Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly re rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And then the scripture journaling that they have for September is literally the study of the armor of God for the next 30 days. So I just thought that was crazy because I literally just said the day before that I wanted to do a study on the armor of God. And then this was emailed to me at three o'clock in the morning the next day. Um. So yeah, so I got that and... After I was doing that devotional, after I read that, that's when I was going through my poems or whatever. And I read the double for my trouble poem and was like, all right, I'm going to tell you all about that. But then as I was doing my other devotionals over the next couple of days, God was just like, no, tell them about the studying that I've been doing. So basically, I think I did say on the previous episode that I was on a prayer call and the homework the homework was basically for us to go deeper in what God's name is and who we are to him and the study of ruach which means the spirit and breath um so i was diving deeper into that and then also uh the homework was to write down what God is telling you to do between now and december 31st which was confirmation for me because I had already did those things a couple days prior and I was already studying the names of God um for months now right um but I was going a little bit deeper into that um wait so no let me backtrack and tell y'all Nah, that don't matter. It doesn't matter. I don't need to tell y'all that. <laughs> yeah. Just know that I'm working on some things for not just his wife. Um, as far as getting funding for that. So I could have this retreat in December. Um, but yeah, so more details to come on that. Uh, so yeah, I'm also doing a study on the book of numbers for the next 40 days. It's like day seven. Um, so I'll get into that also probably at the end of the 40 days and explain that whole journey. Oh, another thing that was crazy this week, too, is I wrote my first project brief, which is not necessarily crazy, This, but this is the first one that I've wrote at the job that I've been at for a little over a year. Um, I'm familiar with writing project briefs or like scopes for my freelancing clients. However, I haven't wrote one for this company yet for the client Subaru, right? So this is more of me taking ownership of more projects where before I do more so uh, maintenance tasks. And the difference is 
basically if there is updates on the subaru.com it's kind of updating something that's already on the website what i'm taking over now is adding new things to the website so yeah hopefully that makes sense so this is a new project something that's not on the website that they want to add typically i handle everything that's already on the website that they just want to update okay so i wrote the project brief for this new project and yeah i got good i got good feedback from my director's director so i was feeling good about that and it was just confirmation about what god was speaking to me as far as stepping up a little bit more at work or just even this the goals that I set for myself of taking more ownership of projects and meetings and leading more meetings and leading more projects and also what he's been speaking to me as far as my professional um journey which I'll speak about a little bit later of um, focusing on leadership and service leading and serving so yeah I was excited about getting good feedback from my director on that so yeah um another update is i got an email yesterday saying that i didn't get the job at sephora i didn't get the contract at sephora which is okay i'm going to still um pray on what god wants me to do in that area because i'm i'm supposed to be debt free by the end of the month by the end of December, I said by the end of the month, but God is saying by the end of December. So, um, yeah, be debt free and save a couple thousand is my goal. So we're going to see how we are going to accomplish that. But okay, so to get back to what God has been speaking on, who he is and who I am, right? So before last week, I had touched on that I wrote down basically who I am. And then our study was our um, homework was that we're supposed to dive deeper into who God says he is and who we are in him. So I'm going to just read over my notes. So originally I had wrote down. I am um, Kendra Ty, daughter of the king. She going to push not just his wife prayer warrior, intercessor, generational curse breaker, right? And then I went back in my notes from prior days and I added visionary servant, which I actually have that in my Instagram bio, ambassador, worshiper, and forerunner. And then I wrote down, I facilitate entertainment, create opportunities, provide resources. I'm an executor. I am an asset. I am who I am, right? And then as I was like studying more about who God was saying he was, I got revelation that all of these, all of the, most of the things that I wrote down were related to what I do, right? Rather than like who I am, if that makes sense. And I reminded myself that I have wrote down the affirmation of. I have reminded myself that I wrote down the affirmation. Do less and be more. 
that's when I went back and added that I'm a servant and a worshiper and a forerunner because that's more so of me just being who I am. I'm a servant. I'm a worshiper. I'm a forerunner. I'm the daughter of the king, right? I'm a child of God. That's just me being who I am. All the other things are associated with me actually having to do something. I hope that makes sense. So I got revelation off of reading this um, devotional in my Bible. And I don't think I'm going to read it to y'all. I'm going to just kind of sum it up. Um, And the Bible that I have is the NIV Bible for Women by Angela Sheaf, if that's how you say her name. But it's Fresh Insights for Thriving in Today's World. Um, and I hope that I'm not rambling, but the devotional was, and it wasn't even really a devotional. So the way that the Bible is set up is in between like the actual chapters, they have devotionals. Where it's just like a passage that somebody has written and then questions related to it for you to reflect on and then a prayer. And then it also has myths within that too. So this one was a myth and it says, I am what I do. Um, And it was basically saying... I'm going to just read what I highlighted. It says, "There's nothing, there's nothing more for you to do to earn God's favor, God has already done it all, right? And I put, I wrote down, above all else, I'm not what I do. The myth is literally, I am what I do, but I'm not what I do, right? <laughs> it says, regardless of what society or our family tells us, or even what we may secretly tell ourselves, we are not the sum total of our pedigree, resume, credentials. You have one identity in life upon which you should rest all your aspirations. You are a daughter of God. That's all. But but how much that all entails, right? And that was profound to me too because I based not just his wife off of the main focus is before you are any of these things, including a wife, you are a daughter of the king first. You are a woman of God and that's who you should focus on being a better person, being a better daughter of the king, right? Focus more on being just a better woman rather than focus on your role as a wife, as a mother, as a sister, as a friend, as a co-worker or whatever you do all these things that you do right just focus more on who you are not what you do and that's what not just his wife is kind of um built on I guess you could say is at the end of the day we are daughters of the king and that's our most important role quote unquote and that's what we should be focusing on. And as a daughter of the king, God wants us to be prosperous in all these areas, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, professionally, and relationally. And that's basically what not just his wife 
provides resources and opportunities and entertainment around, right? Personal growth, development, forever evolving in those areas. Um, so it also put in here, it also wrote on here, which I'm going to also read. Um, it says, you are unconditionally accepted, not because you earned it, but because of grace. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Your past is forgiven. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. You are, you have a promising future. Jeremiah 29, 11, which I've been getting that scripture a lot in the, in the last couple weeks. I actually bought a journal um, the last week of July. And it literally says on the front, um, Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, which is for, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not harm you plans to give you hope in the future. Um, and that's Jeremiah 29, 11. It also says he will never turn you away. John six thirty seven. You are loved as you are, not as you should be. Jeremiah 31, 3. You are complete in Christ. In Christ, Colossians two ten, and the same day that I bought that bought this uh journal that has Jeremiah twenty nine eleven on it, I also bought this book that says, "I am what the Bible says I am," and it's seventeen different chapters in here. And I started, I only read the first three, and I added one, just not even like, I don't know why I wrote it on there, but at the top I put "I am forgiven," but the first one is actually "I am new." And then it says, I am free, I am strong, I am a light in the darkness, I am an overcomer, I am a child of God, I am chosen, I am righteous, I am loved, I am an ambassador, I am redeemed, I am complete, I am protected, I am more than a conqueror, I am prosperous, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I am rooted. And all of these things is part of who I am, who we are, not based on like the stuff that I was originally writing, which is based on what I do, what I do, right? So this is who God says that we are. And I also was studying, Um, hold on, let me read what this note says. Two ninety seven. I have wrote down in my notes to read two ninety four. So I'm gonna just read it, and it's related to I guess me writing down that I'm a servant. God doesn't choose His servants for their courage or strength. He doesn't look at things that impress our friends or qualify us for admiration. He looks at our hearts. He looks for faith and for willingness to do what he asks us to do. He looks for the kind of humility required to exercise courage and strength in his name. So he is revealed as the hero slash so he gets the glory out of whatever it is that we're doing. And that that stuck out to me because it's literally like I don't want to do nothing that God doesn't want me to do like I'm literally faithful and willing to do whatever he wants me to do so he can get the glory out of my life I don't care what it is 
like at the end of the day i really don't care what it is i'm willing to do it yes i might be going to go afraid i might have anxiety i might be resistant to doing it but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna get it done by his grace mercy and strength somehow i'm gonna get it done right um but yeah i noted that i'm not sure the connection there other than i had wrote down that i'm a servant so then let's get into this getting a little bit deeper into me looking into who God says he is, which is crazy because I also did another devotional. So I have wrote down that God is the arborist of my life. God is the arborist of my life. He is pruning to help me to bear good fruit. I wrote down that he is pruning my tree of life, right? To help me continue to bear good fruits in certain areas of my life and to bear better fruit in other areas. So he's the arborist of my life. And then I also have been studying Adonai. I've been using that for for years and then the last two years i've been focused on gyro the being god being a provider a provider and then i'm not sure what spoke to me this week but as i was studying last week it came to me that i'm and i'm being prepared right i'm being god is preparing me for something and in him preparing me he's teaching me new things he's he's expanding my knowledge as far as his word and just certain things in life so i looked up that which means rabbi and that scripture is uh psalm 23 and one and this is all based on the homework that we were supposed to do off of this prayer call Psalms 23 and 1 in John 2016 references God being a teacher and us basically learning from him. And I've also started doing a study on Elul, which is basically the month that we are in, that we transitioned into for September is the Hebrews month. I don't want to give y'all the wrong information. <laughs> Elo Hebrew. It has to it's related to the Jew the Jewish year, basically. It's the twelfth month of the Jewish year. So at the end of this month we'll be going into another year according to the Jewish according to the Jewish calendar. Um but I was studying that and it was basically saying that this is a time for introspection and forgiveness. A time for us to tap into, which is pure and godly, preparing for a sweet year of learning and personal growth, right? And that just aligned with the season of God is preparing me, which is what I said that was happening last week, which was 
crazy that I started doing this study on that because it just aligns with like where I am literally right now, right? And during this time, you're supposed to experience, I mean, you're supposed to express like the closeness that you experience with God. And I just booked my birthday trip um, on Wednesday, whatever day this week. And basically that trip is literally for me to just get away and spend time with God. And then to end it off with a leadership conference two leadership conferences and a gospel concert of me just learning, right? Of how to be a better leader and learning about other things as far as ministry and personal development and stuff like that, right? So it's like everything is aligning. Everything that I'm doing is aligning with God is speaking to me and giving me confirmation on. So I'm just grateful that I am doing what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm on the right track. I'm being obedient to what he's telling me to do. Uh, proactively not reactively okay and then in relation to the homework as far as what God wants me to do for the rest of the year I have broke down literally the quote-unquote what you was called smart goals of what God wants me to do spiritually mentally physically financially professionally and relationally already two weeks ago and well not two weeks ago I did it in January but I revisited it two weeks ago to just see where I was as far as what I accomplished what I was doing and what I need to do for the next three months right three three to four months and then she gave us this homework to to literally write down what God is saying that I need to do I already knew that I need to make not just his wife a nonprofit, do the evolve retreat and get funding right do what i need to do to get funding but in a more like more i don't even know what to call it so spiritually he wants me to seek him make him priority and obey which is literally what i'm doing by spending more time with him in these devotionals these studies that i'm doing these books that i have um and on these prayer calls right and then mentally he wants me to renew my mind equip my mind learn slash study and protect my mind physically he wants me to cleanse strengthen and heal financially become debt free besides my student loans and my car <laughs> he didn't speak to me on that no student loans is already forgiven right and save money save as much money as i can from now until december 31st and then professionally he wants me to lead and serve which i had already wrote down that i wanted to like i said step up more at work and lead more projects and lead more meetings and then it, it was put on my heart last the week before last that i wanted to get back to serving more because i used to volunteer a lot feeding the homeless so i wanted to get back to doing that and just doing my documentaries of helping the homeless, which I used to do years ago. So I just wanted to get back into serving, not necessarily doing those things, but just doing something to be of service, right? So I had wrote that down. So it's just crazy that he spoke that to me this week. And then as far as relationally, he wants me to repent, forgive, and surrender. So, yeah. 
And all this is aligned with what was spoke on the prayer call, prayer call as far as this is the season of redemption and re- restoration. And God wants us to be fighting from the offense rather than from the defense and being productive as far as praying, fasting, prophesying, praising, um, being thankful, proclaiming, surrendering, submitting, and abiding. And then this also being the season from 2020 to 2030, the season of of building again, um, which is aligned with me saying that I'm no longer playing with myself, playing with God, myself, or my relationship, right? And I was, I said that I was going to be intentional about these things. I'm rebuilding. God literally said, I'm, he said on 829 in this prayer call, he said, I'm rebuilding so I can restore what has already belonged to my children. That's what, what was spoken. God is rebuilding so he can restore what has already belonged to his children. And it was also spoken to me. Don't be so quick to advertise what God whispers to your heart in in the secret place. Some things are sacred. And that that made me check myself because I speak a lot. Um, I speak a lot on things that God has promised me that are apart from what he promised in his word like things that he specifically spoke over my life through people um through thing through prophecies through confirmations of readings not readings not psychic readings but devotionals and stuff like that right um i speak it i've spoken it out to people or just on platforms right and that checked me because it's like all right just like people say, don't tell your goals to small-minded people because they're not gonna, they don't see your vision. They're not gonna believe it or think that you can accomplish it because they don't have that vision. That vision wasn't spoken to him, but spoken to them. It's the same thing with that, and that just made me think. All right, certain things I can't even speak on. I need to just prepare myself for it, right? I just need to do what I know I need to do to prepare myself for it. A couple of other notes that I had wrote down. I guess I'm going to just read them to you. And you could just take them however. Take them however, however you want. This is So I was on this other... Watching this thing on YouTube. And the lady has said the trait that her son said... The trademark of his essence, something like that. And she took that from him and put it into declaring something over herself, saying the trademark of her, the trademark of my essence is freedom, peace, wholeness, and liberation. And she called out that freedom means me and me is is okay like i'm free enough to be me and not care what other people think because i'm good with myself right but liberation means the shackles of whatever is bonding bondaging you that you are like bound to that's holding you down it's not necessarily people 
It could be like things or spirits or trauma or whatever. Liber- that's what li- being liberated means. It's like you're no longer being held down by those things. Generational curses or whatever. Um, So that just stuck out to me because I feel free. Like I'm good with myself, right? But I still feel like in certain areas I need to be liberated. So I need to explore that with God a little bit deeper. Um, Because I know that's a part of my healing process to be better than I am. And then it says, don't try to process the spirit through your mind. The natural man cannot understand spiritual things. And I wrote that down because it's literally like when you see things, it's literally what it says. Don't try to process spiritual things through your mind. You got to process spiritual things through your spirit. Like the natural man cannot understand spiritual things. And that goes also back to don't be so quick to advertise what God whispers to your heart in the secrets place because some things are sacred. It's like some things the natural man can't even process because it's a spiritual thing, right? Like some things you can't even speak to people because they're not even in tune with God enough to believe it or to have faith for it. And then I also wrote down, God is allowing certain things to happen. He's working it out for my good. And then I also put, I don't want the applause more than I want to be in alignment. And that stuck out to me. I don't know what message I was listening to. Um, but if that's literally, that goes to like me putting out these podcasts. Like I'm doing this because God told me to do it. I don't care how many people listen, how many people don't listen, how many likes I get, the more followers, whether I get more followers or not. Like, it's going to reach who it's supposed to reach. I'm not, I'm really not doing it for the applause. Although I do appreciate the listeners that I've had, the listens that I had, that I did check, um, check my analytics. And I'm grateful for the listeners that are listening. (laughs) But I'm, I don't want applause more than I want to be in alignment with what God is telling me to do. And then it's, I also wrote down, Jesus is not always, I mean, following Jesus is not always convenient, but it's worth it. It's always worth it. And then today, like I was saying, um, when I was listening to the message today, it was spoken that this is a time for holiness and sanctification and that was aligned with what my plans are for my birthday like I literally want to disconnect and even what God is speaking to me as far as the my physical and mental um process of me renewing my mind equipping my mind learning and studying protecting it and then cleansing my body strengthening my body and physically healing it um physically healing it to be what i'm supposed to be like physically healing it and holiness and sanctification is what was mentioned on this message that i watched earlier today um and holiness 
he said holiness is a behavior and a lifestyle change. Sanctification is separating ourselves from one thing and dedicating ourselves to another. So I'm literally, I'm literally changing my behavior and my lifestyle. I was already doing that, but at this point, it's really like no compromising. Like I'm, I said what I said. Like I really said what I said. This is what I'm doing, right? And I don't care. I don't care if people don't like what I'm doing. If they, if they ain't with it, then they not with it. Like, but I know that it's the right thing for me to be doing, right? If they're not aligned with doing the same thing, then I don't want them to be a part of my life, right? Um, so it's a behavior in a lifestyle change. And then as far as the sanctification, I'm literally separating myself for the things that are not of God. If if what you do or what we do together is not giving God, giving God the glory or if it's not honoring God or if it's something that God wouldn't like me doing, then I don't want to do it. I'm dedicating my life to God, like literally every little thing that I do. And I really, it really reminds me of back in the day how people would say stuff like holy rollers or on fire for God. Like, I guess that's me in whatever the modern day of that is. Because I'm not doing nothing. If it's not aligned with God, I don't want to do it. I'm not wasting my time. If it's not aligned with the goals that I'm supposed to be accomplishing based on what he told me that I'm supposed to do. I'm not wasting my time doing it. I'm not wasting my time talking about it. You know what I mean? Um so yeah. And he's he also said that he also mentioned that God said there's some things that we need to wash off of us and we need to cleanse, which I had already wrote down yesterday that I need to physically cleanse, which I'm already on a fast of basically cleansing my body. Um, which I don't necessarily know what I'm cleansing my body of. I'm not even going to say I don't know, but I really didn't eat stuff crazy like that. I'm borderline pescatarian already. Um, don't eat dairy, barely eat bread, don't eat sugar, don't eat salt. Like I randomly eat these things, right? Just literally, probably once a week, if that, do I eat those things. So now I'm literally uh, doing a fast right now of cleansing my body. And he said that. And uh, I think what I got from that is literally I need to mentally and physically cleanse my body. Going back to being purified of what I was speaking about on the other episode that I did. Like, I literally just want to be pure. Like, and it's crazy that I can tell that my, since I've been doing this quote unquote cleanse, I can tell that my skin complexion is different. Like, not just on my face, but my entire body is like a different complexion. Like, it's one complexion where it hasn't been one complexion. I don't know if ever, but it's literally like a red tone, caramel brown. I can't explain it, but um, I am appreciating the change 
in my body, not just in the skin tone, but just in my physique and me strengthening and working out and literally healing my womb from all the things that I experienced after my last pregnancy. So I'm believing God that that is that I'm healed already from that. Um, right. So yeah. And then, like I said, at the end of the message, he said, command your day in the morning, which is why I said at the beginning that I was going to command um, I was going to prophesy over how I felt and what I was going to declare, whatever I said. He said, prophesy over your day and walk in authority as a child of God. Declare and decree that your day will be good. I will have peace. I will be productive. I will be prosperous. I will be a blessing to someone. Angels are camped around me and the favor of God is upon my life. That's literally God's blessings for us. I mean, God's, that's literally God's promises for us. So that's what we should be declaring over our days rather than not declaring those things. And then something happens throughout the day and then we're praying to God, oh, God, give me peace. Oh, God, this, this and that. No, we already declared this is what it's going to be. So when these things happen in the day, we're not thrown off or we're not distraught because we like, all right, God already got it. Like, we already reminded ourselves. We already prepared ourselves for distractions or opposition, basically. But all in all, I also wrote down, our lives should be a representation of Jesus in his absence, is what he said. Our lives should be a representation of Jesus in his absence. Can people read your life and see him? line upon line and I had to sit back and think like yes he can in my life and I want to continue to keep it that way like I want to I like that's literally what I'm striving not even striving for but that's literally like our lives should be a representation of him in his absence we should be honoring God in everything that we do. And something else that I also wrote down is I may bend, I may sway, but I will not break because I'm rooted in you. And rooted in you, meaning Jesus. And I also put, I will live full and die empty, which is crazy that I wrote that today because me and my mom were talking about um talking about when we pass away <laughs> we had went out to dinner the other day and we were just talking about what we wanted when we passed away or how we wanted to be remembered or like if we wanted to have a funeral or we wanted to be cremated or put in the ground and stuff like that and I was just saying, I don't want to be put in the ground. I don't know if I want to be cremated, but I don't want to be put in the ground and I don't want people to have a funeral. I want it to be some type of celebration and I want to be above ground if I'm even put anywhere. <laughs> but 
I but I literally just I say I want I don't want to be giving my flowers at the funeral. Like I want my flowers and my respect while I'm here on earth. And I want to live full and die empty. I want to do everything that I am supposed to do for God and die empty. All these gifts that he's given me, I want to utilize them to my fullest while enjoying my life and loving the people that I love. Traveling the world, all those things, right? I want to live full and die empty. And that also, like me writing that too, like it's crazy because I seen a, a memory on Facebook of my grandmother that passed away eight years ago. And I literally had just wrote that how she wrote about how she lived her life to the fullest. Like she literally lived her life to the fullest until her last day. Like literally enjoyed her life doing what she was placed here to do. You know what I mean? So I want to do the same for God. That's it. That's all. And that's what I'm going to do. God, we give you glory. We praise your name. Let praises rise from the inside. From the inside of me. May you delight in the inside. In the inside of me, come feel my life from the inside, from the inside of me. Set me on fire from the inside. Anybody want that? From the inside of me. Cause all You to be glorified, for you to be.